0: Good morning. On the Sunday morning, welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We left off yesterday talking about the mystery of God, which is Christ. From the very beginning, even before the beginning, God had already set up and had already planned for Christ and all the work that he was going to do for us and everything that was going to be in him that he would accomplish in everyone that would believe. So the importance of understanding and receiving the gospel, not just a gospel, but the gospel, is of the, the, of the m- utmost importance. In 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 4, it says, For if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if you receive another spirit, which ye have not received, or another gospel which you have not accepted, you might well bear with him. And then it says in Galatians one six, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. So Paul understood that already in his day and age, people were already preaching another gospel. That that meant that they were preaching something other than Christ as trusting in him and his grace and faith in him for salvation. And uh, there was a bunch of different people that arose during that time, but there was a well-known group of the Gnostics, and there was another group of those that were the The Judaizers, they were legalizers. In other words, they were saying you still have to keep the law of Moses in order to be saved. You have to follow certain things. And that was actually wrong. And especially, especially with the book of Galatians, the apostle Paul wrote to them because they had turned from walking by faith, by walking in the spirit, to walking according back to the law. But yet Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. I am crucified to the law. The flesh has been crucified also with all its lust and passions. I'm crucified to the world. So all of these things, Paul identified himself with Christ, with the work of Christ, with the work of the cross. And therefore, anything other than that in itself itself was to begin to believe, learn, teach, or accept another gospel. Then he tells them in verse number 7, which is not another gospel, but there be some that trouble you, and would pervert the gospel of Christ. The gospel of Christ, remember, he's the mystery of God that has been revealed and unveiled through the preaching of the gospel, the prophet's uh, taught it, but it was still a hidden uh, uh, mystery. But uh, the the prophets taught it, uh, excuse me, and the apostles uh, begin to unveil it and reveal it. And to us that have begin, begun to believe on Jesus or believe on Jesus, according to uh, 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 2, in verse number uh, 9 onward, eye has not seen, ear has not heard, and neither has it entered into the hearts of men. The thing that a God has prepared for those that wait or those that love him. And these things are revealed by the Spirit of God. Uh, we have not received the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit of God, so that they can be revealed unto us. And therefore, Paul goes on to say in Galatians 1 8, But though we or an angel from heaven preach another gospel, Unto you, then that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. And of course, the, there are actually religions today, entire religions that are based on what an angel said or taught or gave to these individuals. And the, the scripture said right off the top, let them be accursed. That is another gospel. That is not the gospel of Christ. But the we are an angel from heaven, preach another go- any other gospel, unto you then that which we have preached unto you let him be accursed verse number nine as we have said before so say we now again if any man preach any other gospel the word gospel just simply means the good news the good news of what of what christ has come to done christ has come to do for humanity for mankind so if they preach another gospel unto you then that that you have received let him be accursed And then in Galatians 5, in chapter 1, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. And, of course, we spent a few uh, days, some time back, talking about going into bondage. If we have been made free, uh, when Jesus said, If you continue in my word, you are my disciples, and uh, the truth shall set you free. But the key was, we must continue. And then it says in uh, John 8, uh, 44. uh, uh, I'm sorry, John. uh, John chapter 8, verse 36. He whom the sun sets free is free indeed. So there is a freedom that comes from Christ. So it says, don't be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. In other words, especially those that were Jews, to go back to trying through by the works of the law, works of the flesh, trying to accomplish what only the grace of God, the grace of Christ, and the gospel of Jesus Christ can do for us. In Galatians 3.1, he still addresses the same issue. O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? Before whose eyes Jesus Christ has been evidently set forth, crucified among you. Once again, the eyes of the people, the believers, the Christians, those that have started off in the spirit and in faith is turned away from Christ. Is turned away from the cross. It's turned away from the work that was uh, uh, accomplished there. And they put their two cents worth. Once again, he identifies in chapter three that they've gone back to the works of the law, back to works instead of faith and walking by the guidance of the Holy Spirit. In Second Corinthians chapter eleven, verse thirteen and fourteen, it says for uh, concerning uh, uh, the enemy. Uh, The devil, his lies, his deceptions. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. So that means that they will want to bring a false light, which is not the true light. But they are in disguise. And that's why it says transforming themselves. It says in verse 4, so... Uh, And no marvel for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. But that does not mean that we throw away, as they say, the 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 bath water along with the baby. There are times when angels of God do come and minister to believers just as we saw in the life of Jesus, the various times that they came and ministered to him, and they were around him and uh, his disciples. In Hebrews thirteen two, it says, "Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware." Why angels? They sent. They've been sent for the purpose of accomplishing something in the life of the believer. In Hebrews one fourteen, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation. So they come and they are involved both in spiritual warfare and bringing things to pass in our physical, natural world so that our needs can be met. Of course, we can see this in the Old Testament, whether it was food um, whether it was uh providing a uh, protection uh intervention uh angels were involved so many times now in the book of 1st corinthians in chapter 12 verse 10 we can find as we had uh learned a little bit also about when we were talking the the angels and the 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 the, the enemy manifesting himself uh and disguising himself uh, coming in the forms of uh elemental spirits it says to another the working of spirit the working of miracles and to another prophecy and to another the discerning of spirits to another diverse uh, kinds of tongues and to another uh interpretation of tongues now i know There are many believers that do not believe in the operation of the gifts of the Spirit in this present day. They believe that they did exist, but only during the time of the apostles that they passed away. They're no longer needed. They're no longer good. They're no longer, uh, I'm not even going to get into that debate. But I just wanted to explain that there is one gift in particular, the discerning of spirits was in operation in the Old Testament and is and is and was in operation in the life of the apostles uh, where they were able to discern not a person's mind, not a person's thinking, not a person's thoughts, but discern the spirit. They could actually discern the spirit that was in operation, like the young girl that would follow them in the book of Acts chapter 16, saying, follow these men. You know, they are, they're of God. They show us the way of God and this and that and all kinds of other things. But in reality, Paul turned around and he rebuked that spirit of Python uh, that was in that girl. And, of course, she was no longer able to uh, use that spirit of divination to uh, fortune tell for her bosses and for those that she worked for. And, of course, that's what riled up and uh, set them all against Paul and, and and the Christians there because of that devil being uh, kicked out. But people do and people are still and people can, as believers... Uh, have the 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 gift of the Holy Spirit of the discerning of spirits operate in their lives now in Galatians four verse twenty four onward, and we'll probably uh, pick up there tomorrow, we have an allegory. We have a parable and a story that takes a comparison of one thing to show us another. And in this allegory, it's two covenants, one covenant that was made on Sinai, the other one that was made, uh, on, on Mount, uh, uh, Zion, uh, or the covenant that, uh, is with Abraham and Isaac versus the covenant that was made with Abraham and Ishmael. And of course, uh, uh the 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 comparison is always made in two things but one of them leads to bondage representing the flesh which is Ishmael and the other one uh represents freedom or liberty which is with Isaac but uh we'll join do, we'll we'll do this tomorrow i see that we're getting close to running out of time and uh we'll pick up then But until then, consider this food for thought and for the imagination. The Lord richly and fully bless you this day. Consider this food for thought. In Jesus' name, amen.